Hello. Hey, said John. John. What's going on? Talk to me. So you can't see. Hey, what's going what's on? What's going on? Right on, brother. Mm. A Midwestern life. Starring John Parks and Sid Smacka. Buddy, I say, do you remember? Woo. All right. I remember. Two incredible songs we quoted in our intro and lead it. Right. That was Earth, Wind, and Fire and Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? September was the song. Firing Band, Earth, Wind, and Fire. That was released in 1978. September and What's Going On? 1971. Is that right? 1978. Wow. Yeah, 71. Going back a little further. Yes, further than 71. Yeah. Okay. In our outro from oh, last week, no. and in this week's oh right, and in this week's episode title, we refer to Paul Simon's "Old Friends," released in 1968. Right. This episode is about two old friends remembering some of what was going on in our relationship from past September's and other months of past year. Right, and hopefully we'll keep it relevant and reflective so our listeners will enjoy themselves as well, not just listening to a couple of old windbags talk about something of no significance to them. You know, I've always uh, loved Paul Simon's masterpiece, Old Friend. For me, a perfect marriage of words and music that brings to life the paradox of joy and sadness that one encounters in memory. The song really touches my heart and affects me emotionally. Yeah, those guys had a gift, and I think they were much greater than the sum of their parts. Kind of like you and me, Sid. You've really come a long way since you've known me. It's all because of you, brother. <laughs> you've taught me so much. <laughs> One of my first memories of you was when I was first introduced to you at Necton. It used to be a for-profit company that provided services to persons with disabilities, primary, primarily cognitive disabilities. Oh, yeah, we all remember Necton all too well. I'd have to say I kind of grew up there. I, I, In my mind, I, I thought there was a break room down the basement, and for some reason I envisioned, I envisioned a time punch for time cards, but... I don't even think we had to punch a clock at Necton, did we? No, that definitely did not exist. I wouldn't have lasted if that was. <laughs> the basement was my territory, man. I had my office down there. Really? Yes. Was there? But there was a break room down there. There was. We had we had a table and a little cook stove and a refrigerator, and people would definitely spend their lunch times down there. And it, we're talking about it was a house on Snelling Avenue, very close to Thomas, Snelling and Thomas. It's exactly right. That's, yep. Yeah, I helped renovate that house into an office, actually. Yeah. There was a there was a basement, a main floor, and an upstairs. Right. There were like six different divisions or whatever you want to call six different projects within that. Right. Yeah. Yep. And, and then there was the maintenance, you guys, the maintenance crew, and all packed into that little house. Yeah, we were we were, was tight in there. That's for sure. Well, my first, that was my first memory from back '86 or something, about 34 years ago, where when I I met you and I thought it was down the basement. 
which would make sense because that's where your office was. Could be. Well, what I definitely remember is us connecting the day that we vacated that place. Ch -ch -ch changes. Bowie changes. Yeah, I don't know the rest of the song. Then there were all the cigars, late night card games, usually 500, usually over at Walt Thorson's house. Love me some Walt, man. What a gracious guy he was. Yeah. And Tim Scott. I think Merrill Zeman got in on some of yeah, that. Some of it. Some of it. Who was it? it? Was definitely me, you, Tim, Walt. That was that was the core. Yeah. For five hundred, you, you only need four people for yeah. five hundred anyway. There were a couple other guys that showed up, but yeah, that was the core. That was great. And our relationship just kept building from introduction to card games to forming a band. It was like the perfect storm. We had everyone we needed for a band working right at Necton. Jim Patch on bass, Tim Scott on drums, you played keyboards, I was on guitar, and Grace Bouchard later joined us as a vocalist. And we became known at that time as Blanche and the Necktones. Yeah, and we played almost exclusively for all the uh, ARC Association of Retarded Citizen Dances that were held for the community, same community that we provided services to during the week. Yep, during the week, we chop wood and carry water with and for our clients. And on weekends, we'd get our gig on and play music at their dances. Those people went wild <laughs> and we were a really big deal in their world. I remember, you remember Bill Rock? Oh, do I ever. He wore sunglasses. <laughs> He'd always sit by the stage. And not sit. He'd stand by the stage. Right. His elbow on the stage. Looking. Sometimes play air guitar with yeah. you. Yeah. And, you know, I'd be looking out at people dancing. He was almost like our, you know, our agent that people had to go through him to, to, to talk to us or to get a backstage pass. <laughs> what a riot. I remember ordering uh, fluorescent hats and t-shirts that had Blanche and the neck tones written on them for Grace's last gig with us. I vividly recall sitting at someone's wedding at a lodge. This is at the beginning. We were at a wedding at a lodge, had an Alpine theme to a big fireplace, and we were just beginning to consider becoming a band. Right, right. You remember there was that jazz trio and the couple invited us to bring instruments and join in. I remember they did Old Devil Time, a great old song. Old Devil Time, I, how does that go? Old Devil Time, I'm gonna fool you now. Pete Seeger. Oh, Pete Seeger song, and it was a jazz trio. It was, and they kind of did a little bit of everything. When you, when you think about our relationship, where does your brain go? that we can discuss openly over the airways. Sure, we do have to keep that in mind. I remember early on you had that Springer Peppy, and I think that somehow happened because you liked my Springer Jasper. And I still lived in St. Paul back then, and I think we used to go rollerblading sometimes. And I also remember the great bachelor party jam session we had at my house out in Hudson before you and Mary were married. Those are all great memories for me going back a long way. And of course, we've both seen each other, seen each other through some, through some significant ups and downs. Google friendship and those times would pop up. Well, 
I want to resist my tendency to Google questions in order to get the right answers for them and just continue to talk a little bit about this process of remembering. I remember before I go get into that in a little more detail, you mentioned rollerblading and I think we went at least once to uh, the dome to roll. Oh, that could I know be. that you and your brother that Joe went all the time. Yeah. We did. And I think I was with you one of those times. It was a great place to rollerblade. Yeah. You know they still do it? Not at, at the, the at the US Bank Stadium though. They still do really? it. Really? Yes, that's what I heard. I I can't prove it. Wow. Well that'd be kind of cool. Process of remembering. Sometimes I I just can't do it. I don't want to remember. I get overwhelmed. Like, you know, I've been trying to organize all of the thousands of pictures I have from my childhood, my from my life in Minnesota when I first arrived here. I, I lived in Detroit and came here to go to college. And there's photos of my daughters from childhood to present day. Any one of those photos can grab my heart and just stop me cold. I can't put it down, but I, I can't look at it either. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. When they say a picture says a thousand words, they aren't kidding. Any photos of my brother that passed away three years ago, it does the same thing to me. Yeah, I call it melancholy, or I think of it as melancholy, and it, it just scares me. It, it petrifies me in the sense of a tree being petrified, a kind of dead and an unmovable. You know, we're all headed in that direction. As they say, no one gets out alive, and I get where you're coming from. On the other side of that, there there are the memories that you and I just shared above that are they're so full of life. And sometimes I get overjoyed, and I get overwhelmed on the joy side of things. You know, on the Simon and Garfunkel album Bookends, there is another song as haunting as Old Friends, and. Part of the lyrics are, I have a photograph, preserve your memories, they're all that's left you. Well, as poignant as that is, I, I don't think it's true. I, I think we're much more than our memories. They're, they're not all that we're left with. Yeah, I would agree, but that, uh, that song is, is really powerful. Love that song. I used to sing it with my brother and sister, and we are so much more. But even so, those those memories are powerful, aren't they? You know, I'm just glad that we have such great memories of the time that we've spent together. Yeah, you know, we we uh, we we should talk a little bit about uh, the gigs that we used to do after after Necton broke up. Not Necton, the Nectones. The Nectones. We inquire within. Inquire within. We we went Indeed. on for boy, I don't know, at least at least two years, maybe more. Oh, I think it was longer. We would uh, do coffee shops. Yeah, back when you could go into a coffee shop and do music. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think there still are some places. Probably. Uh, and we were just Ginko. just a duo, but I. Typically, I'd come out to Hudson on Thursdays, and we'd either practice, well, not either. Quite often, we'd practice at, uh, what's the name of the church that you don't go to anymore? The First Baptist Church, yeah. yeah. White Building, 
A very classic yeah. building. Wood siding, wasn't it? Yep, definitely. Uh, and we'd use their equipment, sound equipment practice, and then play. There's that one coffee house above the bookstore over by the, uh, what bar is that? Just kind of kitty corner from Dick's Bar. We used to play at something called the High Wire yeah. Coffee Shop. Then we played, then we yep. played it back. Black Bear Crossing. There's a few others that I, because we seem to be playing quite quite a bit. We were we were busy at it for a while. We were probably, oh, certainly over the summer months, we would try and play three, four gigs over the summer. Yeah. You know, Paul did some, some gigs that we joined him on. There was Light the Night one time we did it. Uh, did we Como. do that? Yeah, we did Light the Night at Como Pavilion. In fact, I think my kids... One of my kids joined us as well. Yeah, we did a foursome with both of your kids at Lake Harriet. Wow. We did some of their tunes and we did some of my tunes. And yeah. That's right. That was fun. It was fun. Yeah. You know, one of the, uh, this brings up another memory, which I, it's just a, a great memory for me. When I would come, when I would drive in on a weekday night, and I, for some reason, I think it's Thursdays to rehearse in Hudson. I would typically see uh, hot air balloons. Yeah, see it. they used to be. Yeah, I don't prevalent. see it much anymore. But God, they were what a gorgeous sight that was. I mean, it happened so frequently that I found myself looking forward to, you know, gosh, maybe maybe there'll be a, a hot air balloon this time. Just majestic and colorful. Yeah, they still do that. Every February, they do something they call the Hot Air Affair. Yeah, yeah, they still bring in, and they brought in like, I don't know, 25 to 30 balloons this this winter, and we got to see them launch. Wow. It was freezing ass cold that yeah. day. It was tough. But once they get in the air, you just get in the car and follow them around. So that was kind of fun. So you follow them around? Yeah, you can just follow, you know, take country roads to figure out where they're going to try and land and... I've got some photos. It was kind of fun. A friend of mine does drone photography, and he lives right across from where they launch. So he'll stick his drone up in the air and do a time lapse of all these balloons going up, and it does it to music. It's pretty yeah, entertaining. Cool. You used to send me that yeah. link. I yeah. could do that. He's posted on Facebook before. I'll yeah, send it. that'd be great. Well, that's, I think that's about all the time we got. Time it was, and what a time it was. So next week... Sid and I will regale you with some form of wisdom or entertainment or both. Thanks for listening.